You're listening to On This Journey, the podcast that empowers you to kick perfectionism to the curb, embrace your journey, and celebrate growth along the way. I'm your host, Tanita Tenney, and each week I talk to amazing women of color who own their stories and are unapologetic in their pursuit to live their best life as their best self. We weren't meant to journey through life alone, and here you don't have to. Let's get started. Hey, 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 I hope your day is amazing. If you're listening to this on the day you're released and you are listening to it on Tuesday, February 9th, and if you follow me on Instagram at Tanita Tenet, you know everything that went into getting this episode up. Oh my gosh, I had such a hard time. Um, Everything was edited together, ready to go, sounded great. And I converted it to an mp3 file, went to upload the mp3 file, and I got upload failed over and over again. So on my computer, on the desktop, I tried to listen to the mp3 file, and it was empty. Like, it played nothing. I never had that happen. That was completely crazy. I could not retrieve, recover the original before converting to an mp3, um, because I had the clear so much stuff off of my garage band but I thought okay I listened to the episode everything sounds good now I've converted it to the mp3 I have that I'm good I can clean this other stuff out nope new step in the process listen to the mp3 on the desktop before you upload to anchor and then clear out anything you need to clear out in garage band to you know maintain enough space but nonetheless got it done long day but got it done and i'm super excited for you to listen to today's episode with my girl angelique winfield y'all you're gonna find out angelique wears so many hats but she's making it happen and she's going to give us tips on showing up as ourself online and build a community so no matter what type of online presence you want to have if you're a blogger influencer small business and writer and author like myself or podcaster whatever it is and you want to improve your online presence you need to really be listening to this episode and you're gonna want to take notes i promise angelique is going to take us to school y'all you know what it's been such a hard time getting this up. I'm not even going to talk anymore. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to On This Journey podcast. And I'm so excited to have Angelique Winfield join me today. Hey, Angelique. Hey, Anita. Girl, let's get into this bio and let the people know all the things you do. Angelique is a mother of three, wife full-time PhD student and employee. In addition to the many hats that she wears in her household, academia, and in corporate America, Angelique is also a speaker, editor, blogger, and digital creator. Angie B. Winning is where she happily shares her perspectives on marriage, motherhood, faith, and lifestyle. She's best known for inspiring mothers and women to grow through life. And that's why you're here today, because that is the theme of On This Journey as well. Um, I really like this. Through her words and creativity, Angelique is inviting her called audience to journey through life with her to a place where perfection is always pending and grace meets purpose. Girl. Yes, yes. I, um, I was reading something, I want to say like four months ago, and I saw that, and I'm like, yo that is it that is absolutely it you know that hit the nail on the mark for me as I was just trying to figure out some things and a lot of the time subconsciously it's like we want things to be perfect we want time to be perfect we want to arrive perfection and that's not realistic so if that's what we're seeking it's always going to be pending because it doesn't exist perfection does not exist at all at all Oh, so Angelique, now look, you are wearing all the hats. 
How are you able to show up? And I know, I know feeds can be curated, but when I see your feed, I see a mom and wife who like takes care of herself, who's slaying in her career. How are you able to show up that way with all of that going on? Um, to be honest, I would say 2020, I feel like I'm, I met my breaking point. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm always on the go. Of course, I have a therapist. I decided to get a therapist this spring. Um, just because after I had my daughter, I wasn't bouncing back the way that I would. I have. I've known myself to bounce back after having two previous kids. Um, and I knew that I needed some help adjusting to adjusting to um, the life that I'm called to in this season. And so I remember telling my therapist like. I've always gone to school. I've always worked. I've always been a mother. Like I've always done this, these things. So why is this season so trying? And she basically drew this imagery about the candle and how a candle is her favorite thing. I love candles too. And she's like, you know, you light the candle and it smells all good. It sets your house. It sets the tone. You feeling good. But what happens when that candle and all the wax burns? Right. There, it's nothing that that is a symbolism of burnout. And so, what I had to do is start picking and choosing things that were predominantly my priority, things that were non-negotiables to me. Right. Um, and really, my husband, because he got to deal with all my shenanigans, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> And without his support, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be able to be in the position that I'm in. And know he always tell me if you don't believe in yourself I believe in you right I know you can do this I know you can do that so really it's just all about painting realistic goals and not really being so caught up in the time that it takes it's just really all about seeing the end goal and doing everything in between which is the process and it never stops you know, and I make modifications on the way through the journey, things that will be beneficial. But um, I always try to make sure that I'm able to get back to my why in all areas of my life. And what and what is your why? Well, my why for me is I am the type of person who likes to set or see goals that seem like they're unattainable. Mm-hmm. and try myself so like that whole saying where it's like being a constant competition with yourself really i believe all the school like undergrad was terrible for me like i didn't do what i was supposed to do when i was supposed to when i was in school when i first started at norfolk state and it took me seven years to finish college um because i had to take a break and when i had to take a break and i could no longer go to school when i got the opportunity to go back um i appreciated it more so it took me a long time but my mindset needed to change in order for me to be successful in that area and because school was so challenging for me i wanted to challenge myself beyond that i know that god plays a major part in a master's because every time somebody asks me for the two years why are you here why are you in your master's i don't know I don't know. God, you know, obviously God wants me to learn something. And that's where um, the podcast came. I kept asking him, why you have me in in, in grad school? I was doing good. I'm just, why am I doing this? Like, I don't even like school like that. And he had to check me. It's like, no, you don't like school because you don't think that you can be successful in it. Change your words and just do it. And I started at Norfolk State. I transferred to Regent in grad school. That's hard. Usually that pushes you back. I finished grad school in two years, even with transferring. Wow. And and now you're pursuing your PhD. So, <laughs> so now look, I, I've been on the fence for several years about pursuing a PhD program. How did you pull the trigger and are now actually in the thick of it? How did you get there? So, originally, I was going to go back and get a certification, but you don't get any aid, and it's really hard for me to, to find scholarships that will, that will be able to, well, not be able to, that will actually fund for you to go back and get a certification unless your job is going to pay for it. 
Um, and then I was like, I'm gonna get a second master's. I did, I wasn't feeling the program, so I was like, Bay, if I'm gonna go to school, I might as well level up. But he like PhD, and I'm like, yeah, if I did a master's, I could do a PhD. Let me tell you how wrong that is, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how wrong that is. It's can't do it because I have grad school, but PhD is a whole nother beast. For me, a PhD is not fun. It's absolutely, there's no fun. That's it's straight. If you finish grad school, you go to the PhD, they expect for you to know what you're doing to an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like the writing is on a totally different level. Mm-hmm. And me being in the midst of depression and anxiety really made my first year and a half completely challenging for me. Um, because that just was a lot mentally. Um, so my first year, I mean, I managed by the grace of God to get the bees that I needed, mm-hmm. but I wasn't fully able to show up as the best version of myself because of what I was battling. So nonetheless, it's, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. PA is challenging, um, but I'm determined to see it through. Mm-hmm. I am pushing to see it through that's why implementing strategies and setting goals for myself and really like throwing the mental rolodex out and writing my stuff down is something that i'm working at um i actually just wrote a blog post that'll be live tomorrow about self-discipline because through 2020 i was able to do a lot of self-reflection and notice that just that self-discipline that motivation that you need regardless of how you feel to just be determined to not stop and that's what lacking um for me like hardships happen um trials and tribulations happen but to be able to um pull on that resilience and continue to go um as my husband used to say that you're a wife you got three kids you working full time you grow in a business and you in school so when you finish that you are a living testimony to other mothers and other women and other people that it may take you a little time to attain your goals, but you don't have to stop. Yeah, you do exactly. have to stop. So, and that's pretty much the mantra of my brand as well. And listening to you say that, I was like immediately uh, thinking about my journey and how, like, even with this podcast, with my writing, I've always known I'm a writer. That's been my dream. That's been my thing forever. But I've let those hardships, I've let mental illness, I've let uh, like comparison, self-doubt, imposter, like all that stuff stop me. It's like you stop, you start, you stop, you start. And like you said, it just comes down to like setting those goals and being determined to not stop and see it through. I think that's where I'm at now, where it's like, okay, it's needed. Just see it through and see what it can be. So like when you sound right. like, Angelique, talk to me. Okay, so let's go back. Let's go back. How did you end up on this path? Like, I know with your brand, it is faith-based. It's God-led. You felt called and moved to, you know, have this platform and inspire women. But how did you get there? You know, I know that you have many passions. You are great at so many things. I've seen your, your journey for several years now but how did you get to this like this is it this is my platform this is what i stand on um and it's crazy because i just was telling my husband about it three weeks ago i remember when i was in undergrad and i had a teacher mr cotter professor cotter and one day after class we had to do like this whole like interview thing like we had to create um they created a space where we would do interviews um because it was a what was it what was a class? Anyway, it'll come to me. Nonetheless, after class one day, he was like, hey, um, ask me what did I do? What do I like? And he was like, you know, I really think that you would benefit from grad school. So this is a year before graduation. And I'm looking at him like, God, I'm trying to get out of here. You don't know how long I've been here. He was like, well, what do you like? What are some things that you like to do? And I think at that point, I was still with doing the natural hair stuff, too. So I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm always about building a brand and I like this and I know how to do this. And he was like, you need to find something that will allow you to do all those things that you like. Uh-huh. Because it doesn't make any sense to put yourself, place yourself um, in this box. And when I reflect on that conversation, in that conversation, 
has stuck with me for years to not box myself in to have to pick one thing like I'm a mother but that's not all that I am I like to write but that's not all that I am I like clothes that's not all that I am I have natural hair that's not all that I am um and so one day I just was like yo I want to create a blog I think that if I can just write about it this will allow me to just write about everything that I want to. So it just started out as a hobby. I paid to get a website, put my little money to the side, was like, boom, this is what I want. And as I started to get in the thick of it and build a community of other women who are already doing it, because that was my first experience, like, oh, there's other people doing this. There's other moms right. doing this. And I realized that this is, one, an expensive hobby. And number two, like, this is something... <laughs> This is something that is up my alley. This is something that I feel like I can do. But it's hard, like you said, you know, the comparison, um, uh, having those personal issues, not feeling like you have a place at the table, not feeling like you belong here. And that's just because of the, the land of social media. You see all these curated feeds. You see, you see years of other people's progress, but it's like you want that. Um, and so... I'm learning to embrace the process because I'm not going to be great starting out. I don't think that I'm bad, but I know what great looks like. I don't want anybody else's great. I want the great that is supposed to be for me. And that just takes trial and error in learning my craft and putting the time that it requires for me to be good at what it is that I want to do. Mm -hmm. So right now, you know, that's just where I'm at, building my brand and just learning different ways to make me um, a better blogger and influencer. So in that journey and when you saw, you know, oh, there's other moms out there that do this as well. Have you always been confident in what you offer and what you bring to the table or did was that a journey as well? Did you have to grow into that? I mean, I started off confident because... I'm like, yo, I can do this. Like, I'm a mom. I was already, like, just posting on Instagram. Of course, I was already growing a brand, so that wasn't new to me. Mm -hmm. But social media then, when I was doing um, natural curiosity versus now, it's completely different. Um, the things that you have to learn, the algorithm, um, writing, SEO, copy and editing. Like, I didn't learn half of that stuff until I got to grad school. And then to actually see it being done well with other people's social media platforms it's like that's really what kind of made me take a take a seat back like okay girl mm -hmm. can we do this girl <laughs> so so i have you know i had my moments of doubt where it's just like i don't know how to do this i wish i could do this and it's like now i'm just in the space where i'm gonna do what i want to do i'm gonna do um if i got 300 people that like my post cool if i got 20 people that like my post cool um I want engagement. I want people to follow me, but the people who are supposed to follow me, the people that God have a line for me, like that just needs to be my focus. Um, and on one of my coaching calls uh, with another fellow influencer that I spoke to, she was just like, look, I don't want you to focus on the numbers. I want you to focus on community because if you build your community, they're going to do the work for you. So you need to focus because those are the people that's going to support you. The other people going to come later, but your community, right. your tribe, those are the people that's going to be like, did you see what Angie posted? Did you see what Angie talked about? Did you see this? Did you see that? So it's just all about doing me to the best of my ability and the people that are supposed to be under that and supposed to support it will come. So I have to be focused and locked in that if I create something, if I do a video, if I do a reel and I thought it was amazing, then it's amazing. Right. And I'm just going to and I'm just gonna keep building off of that momentum until it gets to the point where it's like I'm in this space where all my work is paying off and I can see it paying off and I think that's the place that I'm in and that's what I keep trying to remind myself and for me um, I'm an ambitious person and I I want things to be right and so I will talk myself out of stuff because it's not like exactly how I want it but I'm at that space now where it's like Tanita, forget all the quote unquote rules right now and just do what you know, like do what feels good and let that continue to grow and build. Cause I was getting so caught up in like 
all the rules and the schedules and, and then it became like a chore and I was mm -hmm. like the joy and the love was kind of like fading because I was so focused on you know who saw this how many people saw this or you know it became too much so if another mom or just a woman in general is wanting to put herself out there wanting to grow a community you know what advice or tips would you give us on just being able to show up um i would say number one just start like i remember the fire that i had when i was like bad i'm about to pay for this blog this website i think i need a website because and really i've added to my website throughout the, the year so i started my blog last year in november and this november was my year and i've probably like that whole as you go type of thing like as i learned as i felt like things were going to fit and be beneficial to my brand i added so right now um i learned a lot about like third parties like with the um, link tree and things like that mm -hmm. so i'm working on creating a landing page so that i can get all of that all those analytics will go straight to my website right. and then making my a lot more user-friendly in the sense of if somebody's following me for marriage then they shouldn't have to scroll through my blog to look for marriage so now I'm uh, creating the pillars on my website where if you want marriage if you want motherhood if you want lifestyle if you want faith you don't have to look for it you just see the titles and you can see whatever I write that right under that is going to be beneficial to you or what you want to read about so it's definitely a start and add as you go type of progress mm -hmm. um or process sorry um for me and really just being consistent and to me you would see some influencers and bloggers say one thing and some influencers and bloggers say another but i feel like consistency is whatever you can commit to so if you can commit to showing up monday wednesday and friday on your social media and blogging once a week then do that so the community that you're trying to grow they know on monday wednesday and friday they're going to get something from you and they know on on thursday you're going to do a blog post let's just say that so every thursday you do a blog post monday wednesday and friday you won't show up and just keep doing that i started like that and now i post monday through saturday every week yes you do <laughs> you are definitely <laughs> consistent like i i'll be watching i'll be watching because i'll be over there like Sunita, you got to get your life together. But no, it's really inspiring and encouraging when you see it. You know, it's not like from a space of, because I think this can happen too, especially with all social media where you like see somebody doing something and so you feel like pressure. It's not like that. It's definitely from like an inspiring and encouraging place. And plus all your content is very um, powerful and uplifting anyway. So when I see you showing up, it is from like a, you can do it like you, you well you showing up you said i'm about to do this website i'm like yes tanita yes because your writing like your writing be having me like yo girl step your game up now because you write so well it's so engaging and so captivating like and that's the way that your writing has to be if you want people to read your captions if you want people to read then to leave from your social media to go over to your blog so you want to catch them mm -hmm. on your on your on your page on your instagram page but your website is what you own so that is the point to get them over there to get them to subscribe to your blog post um your blog one thing i will also say is promote yourself so when you write a blog maddie james that's my girl everybody that people that's not even bloggers already know about maddie james because she changed the game for me my mindset um and really we own our blog mm -hmm. that's what we own that's our space we want to get as many people over there as possible so you can't just tell them one time hey i wrote a blog you got to show up she what? said she need three four times y'all gonna get that y'all gonna get it for a whole week three or four times a day look at this blog look at this and that's one thing that i noticed when i looked over my first year that i didn't promote myself my shirt i didn't promote myself um and sometimes you feel like well i don't want to be annoying but it's like but you want people to support you want people to know what you're doing 
And what is a better way to know what you're doing than to remind people like, hey, I've got this blog out about um, how to write a vision board, how to create a, um, an efficient uh, um, vision board. Check it out. Not just on when you first post it. Do it again later on in the afternoon. Then do it again tomorrow. Then remind people that you have a blog post that you can subscribe to. Also remind them about the freebie that you have download. Like, when you see people doing that, it's like, you have to remind people. And the more you put it in their face, the more they're like, the reluctancy of wanting to read diminishes. Mm -hmm. And they're more likely to click that link in your bio. Um, and we have to do it, especially those of us who don't have the swipe up. You have yeah. to do it. See, and what you said was like, you know, you don't want to be annoying. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, look, these people going to get tired of me. I don't want to seem worrisome. But you're right. Like, you have to just do it. So, y'all, make this note. I'm going to promote myself more. Yes. <laughs> so, y'all, let me do that. <laughs> Click, okay? Click. Because I'm going to yes. promote myself more. So, Okay. <laughs> There's so many things that you've been saying that I just want to like pull out. So you talked about um, another influencer that you had a conversation with. And I see <laughs> that you have um, like built a tribe with other bloggers and influencers. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like the journey to making those connections, how you can make those connections with other women that's doing similar things. So there's several ways to do it. I know with the tribe, the few friends that I have, um, one, my blogger bestie, Jessica, um, we met at another blogger's virtual event. So it's another girl named Shari. She lives in Texas and she does these phenomenal blogger events. This particular one um, was for um, rosé and succulents. So everybody got this succulent box and we sat on Zoom and we put together mm -hmm. our box. But when you go to those type of events, what they do is they have put your handle in there so that we can all follow and support one another. So if you ever are a part of those type of events, a lot of the times they'll tell you to do that um, because it helps to build um, a community of like minded people that are doing the same thing that you're doing or that can be beneficial to what it is that you're doing as well um, when it comes to building your brand. So I met Jessica that way. Um, I also create, wrote a blog post that talked about like three of my favorite bloggers and they didn't know that I was going to do it. I just so happened to write it and send it, send it to them like, Hey, um, I saw you in the Maddie James group and I looked at your content. I liked your content. I like what you're about. Um, I just want to let you know, I covered it in the blog post and that's really how the relationship bloomed between me and Jessica, as well as my, our other friend, Whitney. Um, and then with other women, a lot of them just like, Hey, I found you and I realized you live in Virginia. Uh, let's connect. So it's just a matter of looking at bios, clicking hashtags that you use like motherhood journey. Um, hashtag what's another one that i use like um unplugged uh, motherhood unplugged mothers of Inst like so you look at the instagrams that you use look at other pages and connect with people via that way as well engagement engaging on their page so then they'll come to your page um and eventually if they like what they see they'll press that follow button or i'll press that follow button and so i have people that i already know when i post at eight o'clock at eight fifteen she going to be, she going to comment. Right. <laughs> you know, or a, a few of them will comment. So, um, so yeah, it's just really about like putting yourself out there. Like, Hey, I see you like such and such, or you live in the area. Let's connect. Um, looking at hashtags. So those are just some small ways to do it. Or if you join blogger events or, um, do the zoom calls or now they got the clubhouse, different things like that. Those are other ways that you can connect. It's just all about like putting yourself out there because you can't do this by yourself. Right. You, you know, you can do it by yourself to an extent, but it's like, you need other people to kind of push you along the way because entrepreneurship is not easy. And that is my end goal, to be able to accumulate enough money, not just from being an influencer, but offering services like copywriting and editing and blogging and things of that nature so that I can leave my nine to five. Right. That is my goal, to leave my nine to five. So what type of person do I have to be in order to do that? What do I have to do in order to do those things? So, um, and I talk to people who have left their nine to five. Because right. I need 
learn from them. If they got something free, I'm downloading it. If they have something that's in my budget that I can purchase, I'm downloading it. So I'm reading it. If I have money for coaching calls, I'm reading it. Like, or I'm I'm gonna talk to you. I saw only two, mm-hmm. two, women, two women, um, for coaching calls, and they, you know, they were very beneficial, encouraging. Um, it helped me because it wasn't like, like they were like, oh, your stuff is fine. But it was just like, you're doing good. How about you try to do this? So right. it makes you feel better, like that you're going in the right direction. Right. You know, I've never talked. I haven't spoken to anybody that's just like, hey, you might need to reconsider what you putting up here. Do this is more like more of fine tuning. Like, hey, you're headed in the right direction. Let's try to find something that's more cohesive when you edit your photographs or try to do like Mommy Mondays, you know, Freedom Friday. I do Wedded Wednesdays now. Um, I was inspired by another blogger who I acknowledge by doing the Wedded Wednesdays. I started that um, in the month of November for our anniversary. So it's just different things like that that'll allow you to build and grow and just find better ways for you to produce the content that you want. I think I think all the tips and advice that you just gave is not just for bloggers and influence, but anybody who's trying to create an online presence. Because right now, pretty much everyone's business, especially if you're a small business, is forced to have an online presence so i think that all those tips can go across um every industry because we're all forced to use social media we're all forced to trying to build email lists um Mm -hmm. so i think those were really good tips i live in this small town so ain't nobody gonna be uh messaging me saying oh i see you no (laughs) nobody (laughs) around here is about to be messaging me but i do want to be able to make those connections with other people so that I can sharpen my skills and grow. So I really appreciate those tips. It's possible. Like my friend Jessica that I met, like, and I told my husband, I was like, you know, I understand how people can date online now because I built a a friendship Mm -hmm. online. Like do a FaceTime each other or do the Zoom calls. Like it started with just doing Zoom meetings, like planning content, thinking about what we have, learning things from these women to where like we FaceTime each other every other day. We just have conversations. How's your day? What's you up to? Did you write your blog post that you're supposed to write? Like holding each other accountable. Um, it allows that type of space so that, you know, you know that you have people that's in your corner um, that are supporting you or reminding you of what you told them were your goals. Because that's how right. all our conversations. Like, yeah, we talk, we we jazz it up, we chop it up, but we set specific time, like, hey, what we doing for goals? Like, what we got for goals? And I learned a lot from them, like, to really, like, look at analytics and set, like, how do you set, how do you set goals for your brand? Like, what does that look like for you? I had a space where I can ask her those type of questions and not feel like, oh, I should know it. I was comfortable asking her, like, how do I set goals for my brand? Like, well, what do you do? You know, can you tell me? you do so that I can like try to set that for myself. And so she broke that down for me and I'm like, Oh, okay. I could do that. You know? So just (laughs) to have that space to just be able to pull on someone and then, um, they have, we have regular conversations when they have personal things going on. So it's really, it's really a friendship. Like if you're fortunate enough that it goes beyond just a blogger relationship to where it's a genuine, a genuine friendship beyond just the app. That is where I struggle. So I know for me, I'm going to be taking into consideration some of the tips you gave on how to to do that. Cause I can like meet people on there, but mm-hmm. going deeper and having more meaningful connections. I got to work on that. So, okay. I want to ask you for someone who may be starting out, wanting to you know get more involved in their blog or just having an online presence what would you say when if they feel like do i have to be on every social media platform is too much how would they go about maybe selecting where they show up um well i can use myself as an example i show up more on instagram um my instagram and my facebook are integrated so anything that i post on instagram is going to go on my instagram my facebook 
page. Um, so I don't do a lot of going on Facebook and spending a lot of time on there like I do on Instagram, but I try to because there are people that are going to engage. But each social media platform speaks a different language. So how you speak and carry yourself on Instagram is a different way from Facebook. Um, and let me clarify that when I say carry yourself because people are more prone to doing one thing on Facebook versus what they do on Instagram mm -hmm. as far as how you write, um, the tone of your voice, your pictures, how you lay everything out. Um, I think that like a collage would be more accessible for Facebook versus using on Instagram. I don't make collages on Instagram anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but you can do that on Facebook and still kind of tweak your caption a little bit so that it can be engaging and captivating on your Facebook. But you would have to study your analytics on that other platform in order to see if you wanted to do more than one, how you could use that same content and convert it to speak the language that it needs to speak on Facebook, Pinterest, or whatever else you use it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I will tell people, girl, your blog is, is a non-negotiable. If you have a website or a blog, it's a non-negotiable. Use whatever platform you're committed to showing up for and then try and do your best to get it to convert over to your website. Right. Okay. I think I think that's good. What are some of the tools or resources you use that help you uh, stay productive? You know, plan your post or anything like that. So, when I first started, what I would do is you can do like create. If you want to do things, you can do a thing for the month and a month, and then you can curate like what type of blog post you write for the month. Um, I still committed to showing up once a week for a blog. So at least four to five times a month, you'll get a blog post from me. Um, I, for my content, I use Later. I use the Later app. They have a free okay. version of it. And then I have the level that's up after the free one. So I pay like $12 a month for that. Um, I haven't been as consistent, like I, even though I'm consistent with plant the posting every single day, my goal for January is to do 30 days where I have a whole month plan planned out. Okay. A whole month plan. So today what I did was I wrote my, I wrote the blog post that I wanted to do for the end of the, for the end of the year. And then I already planned five blog posts. So I just drafted all the time. So every day I have to, I need to dig into one to keep that momentum. So I can always stay ahead. That is, that's the goal to always be ahead. So if there is a day, one of the kids gets sick, I mean, we mom stuff going to happen Right. to prepare just in case, because once you write it, I mean, for me, I can schedule it and it'll go live, even though I may not have told people on Instagram because something came up that blog post is still done I don't need to go in and edit or anything is done um if somebody pull it off of a google search somebody gonna look at it somebody's gonna see it so it's just all about being intentional intentional of making sure that regardless of what happens I thought ahead of time Mm -hmm. And I put in, I invested the time necessary in order to have this content cre uh, created available, mm -hmm. even if I'm not physically available at the time. Right. Okay. Now I did want to bring it back. So, and you just touched on it slightly when you said we are moms, like things happen. Um, but I wanted, like you said, you started therapy. When did you say you started therapy? In May. In May. Okay. I go to therapy also. Um, so we're moms, we're wives, we're, we're pursuing our passions. You know, you also are a career woman and a student. How are you taking care of your mental health? Like, when did you know I probably need to bring a therapist on and how has that been beneficial? Um, like, I just remember not really having the the will power to do anything else other than what was required of me day to day that's get up go to work uh say hey to the kids like I just wasn't myself I didn't have a lot of energy and like even when it came to doing my brand 
the the joy wasn't in it so it was like i'm doing it just to do it but the joy wasn't in it and i just was like i think i need to somebody so i started just looking up um therapy in the area um and then i found my who is my therapist now um i talked to her on the phone and then we came in and like it's just been beneficial because a lot of the times it's just like girl talking there. I mean, there's accountability there. Um, but for me, it's like girl talk. And I remember sharing with one of my friends one day I went in and I wasn't feeling like nothing. I just was like, Oh, I have this schedule. Let me, let me just still go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went and we just were talking. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but whatever it was that I said made her ask me a specific question. And then I then realized that there was an underlying issue that I didn't even really consciously knew was a problem for me. And I'm like, Dad, I didn't know that was a problem or that right. wasn't anything that I needed to address. So what it's doing is really has enhanced my self-reflection. Um, it really gives me a more broad perspective on different things and different challenges and definitely just a reminder to always just like take care of myself like take care of yourself to pull everything together i do want to talk about just the whole 2020 and everything shifting um because you still have committed to showing up you um were very intentional and like took it head on as far as tackling your mental health and seeking help. Do you feel like 2020 and everything that was going on had any effect on your brand or your mental health to the point where you were like, okay, I have to do something different because everything is so overwhelming. Um, A lot of the stuff was internal because just like you said, people, People, a lot of people, only the people that are close to me knew what was really going on with me. So, like, I was getting people DM me saying that I just love coming to your page. It's so inspiring and so on and so forth. And I don't ever take it for granted. But at the beginning of when I was trying to deal with what life was throwing me when I first realized, okay, there's some type of depression laying here. Like, my anxiety is higher than normal. What's going on? It's just really, for me, it was more of a personal thing. Like, I would show up for my Instagram because I felt like I had to. And I was still transparent. Like, it wasn't no faking no funk. I think during that time, you probably heard me speak a lot more about having some challenges with um, balancing different things and what it was that I was reading to kind of help me. And when I would fall short, like, I was sharing those type of things. And I think that that's important because I had to tell myself that I don't have to be an an expert on everything to show up as a blogger or an influencer. People Mm -hmm. need transparency. People need to feel like they're not the only one that's going through a hardship or they're not the only one battling depression or anxiety. So you show up in whatever state that you can show up, but first putting your, your care first. So if you are so out of whack that you can't show up, then don't show up. But if you're in a space where it's like, I can show up, but I'm not going to be able to show up in the sense where I have it all together. I need to tell you guys, um, without telling all of your business, Mm -hmm. but tell you guys, like in this season, I'm having a hard time struggling. Like depression snuck up on me. Like in my, in my blog post, I talk about it. I've talked about it a few times. I haven't made it like a really, really big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is real. Um, definitely real, but I just include that in my story because that's my story. And if you're comfortable enough with sharing with people, always know that you don't look crazy out here because there's other people that feel like they look crazy and you'll make them feel they don't look crazy when they read Mm -hmm. it. Like, oh, well, dang, it's not, it's not to keep people in that position. It's just sometimes we have that warmth and we have that comfort when we realize, whoo, we, I'm not the only one that's tripping. I'm not the only one having a struggle in this area i'm not the only one that's having a challenge in this area and i think that if you use your platform to actually do what you say you are which is to influence and inspire then that will inspire somebody because not just because you're making it through like you're still showing up even in the midst of your hardship even if you're talking to us about the hardship like you're relatable to me and that's what it should be about to be relatable I wasn't sure if my question was clear, but you you answered it, so <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, okay. But this this conversation has been everything that I thought.
thought it would be and more. So I'm definitely appreciative. Of this. And I'm hoping you will be down for a quick little rapid fire round. What's that? <laughs> okay. So it's just a few questions. They're just fun questions, nothing serious. And you just say the first thing that comes to mind. There's no wrong answer because it's just about you. And it's nothing per like really personal. So Okay. Okay. So my first question is, what did you want to be growing up? Girl, I thought I was going to be a singer. <laughs> oh my, why did I know you was going to say that? I kind of thought, I was like, I bet she's going to say singer. Yeah, I thought I was going to be a singer. <laughs> so what is your favorite hobby or pastime when you have free time? Just free time to yourself. Reading. Reading? Yeah, reading. Okay, while cooking or cleaning, are you listening to music or podcasts? It depends. Depends <laughs> on your, your mood? Depends on my mood. Like, if it's early in the morning, like a Saturday music, no doubt. Maybe, like, oh. in the evening, I'm listening to, like, a podcast. Okay, what is one non-negotiable in your daily routine? Um... What is a non-negotiable in my daily routine? Let me think about my daily routine. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because there's a lot. I mean, I would definitely say um, praying, thanking God for allowing me to wake up. Mm -hmm. I do that all the time. That, and then my, affirm my affirmations with my daughter. Oh, yes. Yes. I thought, I thought your coffee might be in there. Cause I know when you do your little yeah. morning commute, you you get your oh, cup yeah. of coffee. Not possible. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> Last one I have is: What does self care look like or mean for you? Um, self care for me is all is is. I want to make sure that I say this right because when I say choosing me, um. It doesn't mean that I put myself, so to speak, before anyone. I just make sure that I'm in the space to show up as the best version of myself. Because if I'm not, that will make or break everything else that I um, have to do or the, anything else that I have to engage with, especially my family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, choosing me first, choosing to be the best version of me first. Well, this interview was amazing. You gave a lot of great insight and tips. And I think encouragement for anybody who's trying to have an online presence but especially wives and moms because you are the definition of juggling it all so if anybody wants to know they just have to go to angiebwinning.com follow her on instagram if you want to know how it's possible because she's doing it oh my gosh that is funny. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for inviting me into your space. You already know we go way back, way aka back. people. People think we twins. People think we look alike. Right. <laughs> like y'all look alike. Anybody say y'all sisters? Mm -mm, we not sisters. <laughs> but yes, I definitely appreciate you, and do not take for granted. This is your space. This is your your freedom. This is where you get to be yourself. So I thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey. Of course, it was an honor to have you. And I want you to tell the people where they can find you to stay connected. So, of course, you can follow me on my website. Well, you can stay connected with me on my website, www.angbwinnin.com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, which is at angbwinnin. Um, Facebook is the same. Or you can shoot me a DM or email. I do respond. Okay, and I will have all that in the show notes as well. But thank you, Angelique. Thanks, Tanita. I had so much fun. It was good catching up. So, Angelique wears all the hats, right? I mean, I told you. Sis is a wife, a mom, and then a mom of three, and a career woman. That is a lot in itself. Then add that she's a blogger and influencer, um, content creator that is consistently and very intentionally building a brand that 
um, inspires, uplifts, empowers women, wives, mothers. And then sis goes and adds PhD student. I mean, come on, if you need any reminders or reassurance that you can do it, um, Angelique is an example, like she said, she is, she is a living testimony that it is possible you can pursue the things that you want, the desires of your heart, in the midst of all the things that you have going on. It just takes intentionality and making the decision to do so, um, and following it through, seeing it through, as she said. Uh, something that I didn't, I didn't say in the episode is thank you. Thank you, Angelique, for that kind comment about my writing and reminding me to promote myself. So thank you very much. I definitely appreciate that. Y'all, if you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please let us know. And also, Angelique said her email and DMs is open. She will respond. So send her a message. If you have questions, you just want to let her know how this episode blessed you please let her know. She would love to hear from you, as would I. Engage with me over at Tanita Tenant on Instagram, in the comments. Let's keep the conversation going. I want to hear from you. What did you take away? How did this help you? What are you going to in- implement um, immediately? Let's talk about it. I want to hear about it. Um, also, don't forget to visit the website, TanitaTenant.com, where you can find even more information and everything that Angelique mentioned all her links links excuse me will be there and in the show notes so till next time y'all don't forget if you enjoyed it share it with someone else leave a review please and rate five stars it definitely helps on this journey get in front of other people so y'all have a blessed day peace Thank you for listening to another episode of On This Journey Podcast. I truly hope it left you feeling inspired. If so, please leave a review, hit subscribe, and share with a friend. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Tanita Tenant and on my website, TanitaTenant.com slash podcast, where you'll find all the show notes. Until next week, remember our do's and don'ts. Don't pursue perfection. Do embrace and find joy in the journey. Don't stunt your growth. Do celebrate all of your progress.